the business savvy singer. Hey there. And welcome to the Business Savvy Singer podcast. I'm Dr. Greta Pope, and I'm so glad that you're here. This podcast is dedicated to vocalists and to those who love them. We interview singers who are working professionally to get a glimpse into their lives and celebrate their personal journey to success. Join us weekly to learn how to move your career forward. Get tips and recommendations to help you realize the career of your dreams. You're listening to the Business Savvy Singer Podcast, brought to you by the PrivateMusicStudio.net, providing online education to build sustainable careers in music. Also, Eternal Wolf Music, producing audio for every need. And Greta Pope Entertainment for the finest in entertainment. Hey there, and welcome to the Business Savvy Singer podcast. I am so excited today. I have a wonderful woman with me. Her name is Patty Schaffner. She is a vocalist. She is a guitarist. She's a songwriter. And she's an improv singer, which we're going to talk a little bit about what that is exactly. So, hi, Patty. Thank you so much for being with us. Hi, Greta. I'm so glad to be with you today. Thank you. Oh, absolutely. I'm very, very excited. So, let's start at the beginning. Where are you from, and how and when did you begin singing? Oh, wow. I am from Gary, Indiana. I live in an area of Gary called Miller Beach, so I'm really very close to the uh, lake shore here, the southernmost point of Lake Michigan. Um, I started singing probably when I was about three, as as soon as I was able to, like, try to imitate my dad, who loved to sing. Oh, that's great. That's great. So you had a very good example. I did indeed. He never became a professional singer, but he sang from his heart always and taught me to sing harmonies. Wow. And that's so important. That is so important. You know, a lot of singers are able, if you give them the lead line, they're great. If they have to sing a harmony part, they struggle a little. So that's that's a wonderful thing, a wonderful gift that he gave you. It is, indeed. He taught me to have an ear for it, and mm-hmm. I think that's what most trainer, most people want if they're going to learn to sing harmonies. They need to have that ear to listen to where the harmonies fall within the notes yes. that are given to them as the lead. Yes, that's absolutely right. Okay, Patty, so when did you know that you wanted to sing as your profession? Uh... Well, I probably knew quite young. I was probably in uh, high school, maybe 13, 14, something like that. And uh, that didn't actually get realized until I was 31. Wow. So what did you do in the interim? What was your initial career? <laughs> My initial career was, was a wife and a mother. And then I went into dentistry, of all things, uh, and ended up as a dental hygienist. Wow. Um, and when I was going through dental hygiene school, actually, music was the thing that supported me. Isn't that something? That's fantastic. So do you still do dental hygiene at all, or have you... Oh, no, I retired. You retired? <laughs> yeah, you're doing music full speed ahead now. I love that. I am, and I have... Actually, I'm very happy to have seven gigs this summer and all in Southwest Michigan. Yeah, it's fantastic. Well, we'll talk about that a little later. I want you to tell us 
exactly where those gigs are and how people can get tickets and so on and so forth. But I want to know a little bit more about your being an improv singer. What does that mean? Ah, yes, this is an exciting part for me, too. Um, in about 2006, I was doing some vocal coaching with a an 11-year-old at the time. Mom just insisted that I could help her. I had never done anything like that before, but I thought, well, all right, um, I'll give it a shot. And I had recommended to her Rhiannon, who is one of Bobby McFerrin's singers that works with him still. Wow. Um, and she had a two-CD set called Flight, and it was exercises in improvisational singing. And then the mother called me one day and said, you know that Rhiannon is doing a workshop in Hawaii, but you have to interview for it. You have to audition for it. So my audition was to call a phone number and then sing one minute of a song that I knew and felt comfortable with, which I sang one minute of one of my own songs, and then sing one minute of improv, uh, like scat singing, and wow. to do um, to demonstrate that I understood melodic lines, rhythmic lines, and I didn't hear for a very long time, and I finally messaged her manager and said, Apparently, I haven't been chosen, but uh, could I get some feedback? And she said, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm behind. No, you have been accepted to class. And so then I had to figure out how to get to Hawaii wow. <laughs> for this six-day workshop. How nice. Um, and uh, I did that, and then I was invited to be in the first class that she did a master class called All the Way In, where there were 15 dedicated capable singers and we met three times during the course of the year in person for eight days each time twice in california and once in montreal canada how nice uh, then in between we would have group calls uh where we would talk about different concepts again talking about rhythm talking about modes talking about uh the the different ways in which you could approach singing with someone mm -hmm. so improv singing for me, then became about community, very much so. Um, and so a song is created piece by piece by piece by piece. Sometimes there are words, most of the time there aren't. And once that song is finished, it's done. It has gone off into the universe to become the vibration that it is. And it's never going to be heard again, unless it's recorded, of right. course. Yeah. Um, and so what I've done since then is I've worked with lots of groups, including a group of um, nurse midwives. Wow. And this was a retreat for them. And we learn about um, how... You create this bed of sound, a soloist or a duo or a trio can come into the center of the circle and sing what they hear over the top of this bed of music. Then they can step back in to become part of the support. So it's like community in that here you have the community supporting an idea. It may or may not work. You can go back in and become part of the community and then someone else can come forward with their ideas. So it's definitely about support and community when you do this kind of singing. Yeah, that is fascinating. So it you're really doing it with people that are not singers. Exactly, exactly. Because if anybody can at least sing a note, 
And even if they don't feel that they can sing, they can participate by being the ones who just hold space by being there. Because sometimes people won't feel like they can sing, so they don't. But then they find themselves caught up in it, and they do it anyway. That's great. That is great. And I'm sure it makes people feel very good and makes them build community. And just uh, what a wonderful thing. I've never seen anybody walk away from the circle and not be smiling. Oh. That's great. That is and great. It is. It really is. And there's so many things that you can do with it. And Rhiannon continues to teach wow. as well. So for wow. any of those singers out there who might be interested, uh, yeah. they can look her up and uh, find out about her programs and her teaching. Wow. And even for those who are not singers, who, who might want to become singers. I mean, it's a, yeah. it's a very cool thing. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So now we are going to talk about your Carol King show in a few minutes, but okay. tell us about some of the other interesting and memorable projects that you've done. I mean, you've just told us about one, the improv singing. Right. Um, do you have any interesting or funny performing or touring experiences or just anything that <laughs> stands out in your mind? Yeah, when I was first starting, I was doing uh, basically the singer-songwriter folk singer uh, at the local bars because that's where you could get jobs doing uh, music, you know. And uh, one night I was in a a very kind of rowdy uh, bar that they had a upstairs they had a rock band that was practicing so I could feel the drums and the bass coming through the ceiling and you couldn't see you were up on a stage but you could not really see people's faces out in the audience because of the way they had it lit yeah and um I heard uh somebody yell out um uh Mercedes-Benz they wanted to hear Janis Joplin so I don't I actually don't play. I just play a rhythm on my guitar on that. Uh, This drunk wanders up from the bar and throws some cash in the sound hole of my guitar as I'm singing. And this is back in the uh, early 80s. And I, you know, I was a single parent and going to school. And I got home and I looked in my guitar and it was a $20 bill. And $20 bills was like a $100 bill to me point in time so I'm trying to figure it out how to get it out of my guitar yeah. without taking the strings off <laughs> yeah I think people don't realize I mean that's kind of like yikes you know putting it inside your guitar <laughs> <laughs> well and 20 bucks that you know it was like yeah. whoa that's a 20 <laughs> right. I want to get that out of there <laughs> that's great that's that gonna be like funny. gas and grocery money yes, for them. <laughs> absolutely absolutely that is funny that is funny it was it was was a great moment and uh, and other than that touring I haven't had the much of an opportunity to do touring but you know I was uh, um, listening to Natalie's uh, talk with you the other day and talking about playing to two people and yeah. I, um, I had to drive up to Rockford Illinois for a gig and it's quite seriously it was me and the the staff and then you know occasionally somebody would wander in but they were there because there was an open house going on in the store next door yeah I tell you you know you have all kinds of experiences as a performer somewhere people are loving what you're doing and and the place is packed and then others where there are two people in the audience exactly yeah and you just have to still Give your best, no matter what the situation is. 
And I then also had a, a jazz trio for quite a number of years. And we, we did a lot of weddings during that time. Yeah. And one of the weddings, um, we had, again, someone who was perhaps a little overserved oh. who uh, came up and he wanted, I don't even remember what song he wanted, but he wanted some rock and roll song. <laughs> and here we are all dressed like 40 swing singers and, yeah. and performers. And it's like, yeah. You obviously haven't been listening to what we've yeah. been doing. We're doing jazz standards. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. music. <laughs> you just, you never know. You never know what to expect. That is too funny. Oh, my no. gosh. So, so, yeah. You will be performing at the Buchanan Common in beautiful Buchanan, Michigan on Friday. I am excited. Yeah. I'm so excited. I plan to attend this concert. Uh, it'll be a Carol King concert with some of the other singers. Tell us about that. Who are the other singers? How many will be in the show? There are five of us, and kind of the exciting part of this for me is that we span from 20 years old to me, and I'm 70. So we've got somebody in their 20s, somebody in their 30s, somebody wow. in their 40s, and then Natalie, who is, you know, in her 50s. Yes. So we span all of this time of Carol's influence because she had a great deal of influence uh, all the way down to the 20 year old who remembers Carol King from the Gilmore girls. Absolutely. I will follow. Absolutely. So I'm going to be covering a couple of songs from tapestry, which was of course her most famous yeah. album. Yeah. And, uh, then Priscilla Saboran, who is from Chesterton, Indiana, and was the winner two years ago of the acorn singer songwriter contest. Okay. Uh, Abby Thomas, who is uh, one of the was one of the finalists in the songwriting contest and a, a fabulous songwriter in her own right. Uh, Nikki uh, Gautier, and I don't really know much about Nikki. I haven't met her yet, but I have heard some of her videos. She's got a strong voice. Great. And then, of course, Natalie Geza and myself. And uh, we plan to each do uh, two songs of carols. And then we will also each be doing an original tune as well. That's great. This is a terrific idea. Um, for our listeners, Natalie Geza um, was one of our guests on the Business Savvy Singer podcast about just about a year ago, maybe 10 months ago. And uh, she's just a lovely woman and a talented artist. And uh, I am just so excited to see you guys perform together. I cannot, I cannot wait. I think it's going to be a really good show. We're going to open the show to get the audience excited and participating, and then we'll close the show also with a, with a song that we can invite people to sing along, although I feel fairly certain that people will sing along from the very beginning. Yeah. I think they won't be able to hold themselves back, and that's great because right. they want the audience involved. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. People will not be able to hold themselves back. Right, because so, they're going to recognize those tunes. That's right. That's right. They're going to recognize the tunes, and it just takes them back to a different time in their lives. You know, particularly oh. the tapestry. You know, I mean, that, you know, such great music, and from oh. so long ago, you know. Oh, I know. Yeah, people will <laughs> I was, she's uh, about 10 years older than I am, mm -hmm. so I was a, a young teen when her albums first came yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah, quite quite an impressive singer-songwriter. She's just, you know, truly iconic. 
truly. Uh, oh, indeed. And I, I took the time to listen to her memoir, so I had a better sense of where the songs uh, were inspired from yeah. and who she was working with. She worked with a lyricist uh, most of the time, mm-hmm. although a couple of her songs she wrote the lyrics for herself. That's great. That is great. So tell us how people can get tickets to this show. Is there a website or social media site for the concert? Um, I know that Buchanan Commons has a uh, Facebook page, and I believe that there is no cost for the concert on Friday at Buchanan Commons. Um, The July 10th Carol King show is already sold out, and that will be at Fernwood in Niles. Oh, yes. And then the third one, which has not yet sold out, but the tickets are selling fast, is going to be inside at the Acorn Theater in Three Oaks, Michigan. So if you go to acornlive.org, you should be able to find the Carol King Show and get tickets for that. That's great. That is great. Well, I will tell our listeners that if you happen to be in the southwest Michigan area, You definitely should come out and see this and and you should definitely come out and enjoy the Buchanan Common because it's it's a lovely space. It's kind of, you know, if you've been in Chicago to Ravinia or something like that, it's it's you know, that's the the kind of mood that is going to be uh, set there. So people are bringing their little tables and chairs and and wine and stuff to enjoy that evening. So. Uh, take some time to to swing by, and as Patty said, there is no uh, cost to attend. So it's it's going to be a lovely evening, a lovely evening. Yeah, I'm, I'm very very much looking forward to it. It's going to be the launch, actually. It'll be the premiere of the show. So if you come on Friday, you will be next Friday. You will be seeing the uh, the show for the very first time. Wow, that's as great. it. Presented, yes, exactly. And uh, then I also have a couple of other opportunities. Um, I'll be singing for the American School of Music in Three Oaks, Michigan. I'll be doing a jazz set on the 24th of July with um, Scott Pizzera, who is an amazing uh, guitarist and bass player from Lafayette, Indiana. Uh, And that is a free to the public. And it runs from 11 until 5. I believe I'm going on somewhere around in the 2 o'clock Okay. Period. Uh, and what's and the, the date of that again? What's the date for that? Twenty fourth of July, and July. it's going to be at Dewey Cannon Park for those of you who are familiar with Three Oaks. Nice. Uh, and uh, then I, they are putting together another John Prine show, which will be uh, through the Acorn, which will be on. August 21st, and I'm not exactly sure of how that lineup is going to go, but if you keep an eye on the ACORN site, you will find out about that if you're a John Prine fan. That's great. And then if you are interested in finding out about my music, uh, you can either Google me by my name, which is P-A-T-T-I, S-H-A-F as in Frank, F as in Frank, N as in Nancy, E-R, or you can go to my website directly, which is Jazz Dakini, J-A-Z-Z, D as in David, A-K as in kangaroo, I, N as in Nancy, I, dot com. And I have a new album that's about to come out here with any luck within the next 10 to 14 days. Wow, that's great. Yeah, we've been working on it for quite a while. We had some delay because of technology problems, yeah. but, you know, that's all straightened out now. So That's wonderful. Now tell me about Jazz Dakini. How, how did that come up? That is such a cool website address. <laughs> I, I do, if given my druthers, 
besides singing my own original songs, I love to sing jazz. And I studied scat singing and, and love to hear uh, both instrumental and other vocalists doing jazz, uh, Kurt Elling and, and uh, Cassandra Wilson, and just all these amazing vocalists out there covering tunes. And uh, so when I was putting together my email, I was also had the, have had some history with um, Buddhist teachings and a Dakini is a female icon um, who is meant to cut through illusion. Wow. And the in some translations, the root word of Dakini, Dak, means to beckon with sound. So I put the two of them together and that's been my kind of unique brand ever since. I love that. I love that. It's so unique, and and you learn something by learning about it, <laughs> because I didn't, I didn't know that. That's great. Although I get jazz bikinis. Yeah. <laughs> that is very funny. <laughs> very but yeah, funny. There are videos on my site and some links yeah. to songs, and uh, so you can see a bit about uh, where I've played and what I've done in the past. Wonderful. Well, we will certainly include your information, your links and your website and your social media in the show notes so that people you. can, yeah, so people can see more about you. And yeah, it's, it's very exciting. Very exciting. You've done a lot of very cool things. And I'm looking forward to hearing your performance on the 25th of June. Thank you so much, Greta. Absolutely. I've been really delighted by talking with you today. Well, thank you, Patty. Thanks for being with us. It's been lovely chatting with you. Wishing you much, much continued success, and I'll see you on June 25th. All right. Bye for now. Bye-bye. The Business Savvy Singer Podcast is brought to you by the PrivateMusicStudio.net, Eternal Wolf Music, and Greta Pope Entertainment. Let us know if you know of a singer who is having great success in the music business. We'd love to share their story and their journey on this podcast. Send your emails to info at GretaPope.com. We've had a great time with you today. See you next time on the Business Savvy Singer Podcast. The Business Savvy Singer.